vulnerability, the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Sounds pretty frightening, doesn't it? Well, today in episode four, we're going to dive in to vulnerability and find the courage to embrace vulnerability and move forward to do all those things that we have let fear stop us from. And let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a personal branding expert and photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding and life in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was terrified to put myself out into the world. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Wherever you are listening today, be sure and pause for just a minute and leave a review. Your ratings and reviews are what help the word spread about the show. If you find the information presented in the podcast helpful, please share it with friends and others and leave that review so that others can find us too. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Vulnerability is something that is pretty frightening. I agree. Yet, We have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable if we want to create a life we desire. Being vulnerable takes courage. What is courage? And do we have it? Courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to move past fear and do the thing, whatever that thing may be. Maybe it's doing something really big for our business. Maybe it's starting something new. Maybe it's having a conversation with someone. It could be a myriad of things, but no matter what that is, if we can move past the fear and embrace that courage and embrace vulnerability, we can do it. We all live with fear. It isn't an emotion that we can suppress completely. But what we can do is talk to ourselves and change our mindset surrounding it. When we begin to tell ourselves that there is nothing we can't do, within limits of course, our mindset shifts and we start believing that the fear no longer can stop us. Fear is actually a safety mechanism, in my opinion. We have fear so that we don't do things that could potentially harm us. We have the instinct of fear when something negative could happen or we could hurt ourselves emotionally or be physically harmed. The same holds true for fear related to life decisions. It also holds true for change. Fear takes hold of us and we are afraid of being judged. We are afraid of what others will say about us. We are afraid of messing up. We're afraid of making mistakes. We are afraid of failing. But guess what? 
If we don't accept vulnerability and push the fear to the side, we will stay as is and we will not grow or move forward in life. Let me tell you a story. I haven't said this story or told this story very often. Um, it's been something that I've really kept private. And it's because I was afraid to, to tell people that I actually failed at one point in time in my life, actually probably a lot of times in my life, but this this one was pretty big for me. And um, it's not something I've ta- spoken about a lot, but it's something that I want to share because I think many people can learn from this. I used to be terrified of public speaking. And when I say terrified, it's actually an understatement. It might have even been terrified to the 10th power, maybe the 100th power, but it was definitely beyond just terrified. I was so afraid of public speaking that even though I did all the work for a thesis type project for my doctorate, I couldn't do the presentation for it. All I had to do was one little presentation and I couldn't do it. I literally quit months before I was to complete the program and graduate with a doctorate degree. I let fear take hold of me. It stopped me in my tracks. A year later, I did go back and finish, and that time I did the presentation. It wasn't the best presentation, but I did it, and I graduated, and I have the diploma that says pharmacy doctorate to prove it. And something that I have to say that actually happened that day when I did that presentation, my father knew how anxious I was and how afraid I was to do that presentation. He took a day off work and he sat in the front row of that auditorium to give me moral support, to encourage me, and to just be there for me. And I didn't even know my husband at the time, had not met him, but he was actually in that auditorium too. He was faculty at the College of Pharmacy that I graduated from, and he had started there that year that I had taken off. So I'd never met him, but he was actually in that auditorium grading my presentation. To this day, he remembers how nervous I was, and he'll tell you, it was not the best presentation. But I think it's pretty funny how God works in mysterious ways, and the two men that have meant the most to me in my entire life were both in that auditorium during a time when I was probably the most afraid and the most anxious that I'd ever been. I just had to tell that side story because I think it's kind of cool. So for years, even though I did that presentation, my fear of public speaking stifled my ability to do all the things I dreamt of doing. It was only in the past two years, I'd say, that I have been able to do public speaking successfully. I'm still not great at it. I'm still working at it. But I think as with everything in life, it's a work in progress. And do you know how I changed? It wasn't easy. Um, It was a lot of mindset work, but I decided that I could do it. I made that decision. I decided that being vulnerable to share what I know that others needed to learn was okay and that I was going to be okay if I did it. I changed my approach to believe in what I had to say and that I could say it. I started to believe that my information was valuable and needed and wanted And no one in my audience was an expert on what I do. I was the expert. 
I said the verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength over and over again until I felt the strength. The other thing that helped me tremendously was the women that I am in a mastermind group with, or I should say was in a mastermind group with, who then worked with me to start the Four Chicks Chatting podcast, which is the other podcast that I'm a co-host of with Mary Fran Bontempo, Kristen Smedley, and Kathy Marcino. I, they knew how anxiety prone I was related to speaking. We would get together to do videos and I couldn't even do a video because I was so worried about going off my script or not perfecting it. And their encouragement and their advice and just watching them speak to their audiences has helped me tremendously. So if you are going through anything where fear is kind of taking over or you are struggling to accept vulnerability, surround yourself with people that can help you and support you and push you to do what you know you need to do but that you are afraid to do. Because let me tell you something, having that support system, having that tribe of other like-minded people to support you and push you is priceless. So I owe a lot of overcoming my fear of public speaking and my lack of willingness to do it. I owe a lot of that to um, those three women, as well as my husband, who has kind of guided me and coached me over the years. So I have a lot of gratitude to the four of them for that help. As my mindset shifted and I learned to strategize about presentations in a way that worked better for me for delivery, I began to be able to do what I've always dreamt of doing. And that was talking from a stage, telling people my message, telling people all about personal branding and how they can grow a personal brand that is, you know, powerful and that it engages with their audience and sells without selling. It took a lot of courage. I I will say that. It took a lot of courage. The fear is still there, but at a much more manageable level, embracing the vulnerability and letting courage blossom within me opened new doors for me. Doors of opportunity. Let's come back to vulnerability. Brene Brown describes vulnerability as the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. I don't know about you, but I love to love, to belong, to feel joy, to have courage, to be empathetic, and to create. Coming from a place of anxiety and fear for years, I avoided doing things, both personally and professionally. I know that I am not alone. Everyone has something that they are afraid of pursuing. Even if that thing is relationships or even having a conversation about something from the past that you've tried to bury but you just can't and it needs to come out because if it doesn't, it's going to kill you. We all have something that we are afraid of. Putting ourselves out into the world is one of the hardest things we can do. Even people who appear to have complete confidence have things they are afraid of or or have worked really hard to overcome, to be able to do 
or be the person that we now see that they are. When I first started my photography business, I had to be vulnerable and it wasn't easy for me. I was sharing a part of me that most people had never seen. I was very afraid that I would be judged because I wasn't as good, as good a photographer as other people, and that no one would want to hire me. Then, when I transitioned my business solely to focus on professional headshots and personal branding, I had to be vulnerable again as I rebranded myself and I had to start getting out in front of people. I had to become the face of my brand instead of hiding behind my camera. I had been telling my clients this for years and and coaching them on being the face of their brand and using, using visual content to connect with their audience, but I wasn't doing it. So that was another step in my, in my path, moving into my second phase where I really had to be vulnerable. I had to put myself out there and I had to show people what I was capable of and what I could do for them. So the strangest thing, I used to be more afraid to work with people I knew than to work with strangers. Doesn't that sound odd? It was, I suppose, but it was because I was afraid that my friends and family would call me out as a fraud and tell me I really wasn't as good as people said I was or as good as I thought I was. I was afraid. I didn't want to be vulnerable with those closest to me. Imposter syndrome used to take over my brain. Every now and then it still does. But now I know how to quiet that voice. Imposter syndrome is just another form of fear. Anyway, I had to start speaking at events to get my name out there as an expert in branding. If I did not communicate what my expertise was and I didn't let people know what I was doing and what I could do for them, how are they ever going to find me to hire me? I had to start posting to social media. I had to start going to networking events. From there, I had to connect with and engage with other people. I had to share things about me so that I could build an emotional connection with my audience so that they could get to know, like, and trust me. To this day, when I put a post up or when I go to a networking event, I wonder if it's going to be okay, if people will like and appreciate what I'm saying. Is my work good enough? Will I be judged? These are all real emotions that I could easily let take over and stop me from posting or networking, but I'm not willing to fail because of a lack of effort. Trying is overcoming. When I try, I am giving a piece of myself towards something bigger and better. Brene Brown says, owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Brene Brown. She is amazing. If you have not read The Gift of Imperfection, I strongly encourage you to do so. That book and Braving the Wilderness, as well as Daring to Lead or Daring Greatly, I think it is, are two, three of the most inspiring, powerful books that I've ever read in terms of self-development and personal development, as well as um, 
They helped me grow as a professional and in my business as well. But embracing vulnerability is so key to being able to have the courage to to push forward and and squash those fears of what other people might say about you. And it really does give you the strength to move forward. So I ask you, friends, are you willing to be vulnerable so that you can find the infinite power of your light? I hope so. Because your second phase is on the horizon. You have values and visions and passions that you are meant to share. And I can't wait to see how you let yourself become vulnerable to embrace all of the new things that are going to come your way and help you to find that joy that you've been waiting for. Introducing the Brand Insider. The Brand Insider is my customized program in which I work with my team of vetted experts to create personal brands or to rebrand our clients, creating amazing visual content, copy, logos, websites, videos, as well as managing social media accounts and providing information on what the importance of social media actually is and how to use it to grow your engagement and sell without selling. We build brands that stand out and make an impact. Visit my website where you can learn all about personal branding and what we can do together to help you and your brand soar to new heights in 2020. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. Before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Find me at the Robin Graham. It's Robin with a Y. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you too. You can also find me on Facebook at Robin Graham Photography and on LinkedIn as Robin Graham. I hope you'll follow me in those places so that we can stay connected and I can get to know more about you as well. And remember, if you found this information helpful or think a friend might enjoy it, please spread the word. Until next time, remember to smile.